What up, everybody? We are back with another podcast for today. This is the Global Hooper Podcast. My name is Devin. We're going to be talking about the Utah Jazz. It was game seven last night. We played the Denver Nuggets. We're in the bubble. It was the game to determine if we're going to the second round or if we're getting knocked out and going home. Um, I'm sure you guys already know, but the Jazz lost. We lost by two points. We lost in the fourth quarter. Um, It didn't go to overtime or anything like that. Um, It was a weird game, very weird, um, compared to the previous six games that occurred before this one. Uh, This one was not similar to those games at all. Both teams were playing a little bit off. Both teams looked a little bit tired. Um, both teams do not did not look like they were playing to their full capability, um, especially the star players like Mitchell and Murray. Um, Jokic had a nice game. Gobert had a really nice game. Uh, but Mitchell and Murray are the two that struggled. I think Murray ended up with 17 points, and I think Mitchell ended up with 22 points on the night. Um, I would have liked to seen Mitchell do a little bit more to help us get that victory last night. Uh, it sucks. The Jazz are probably not going to be playing for about the next, who knows, six months or so. Um, they have a lot of work they need to do in this offseason. They have uh, a lot of players that they need to make a decision on and decide if they're going to keep or let go or maybe uh, flip the player or just release them, um, whatever it might be. There's a couple guys that are in question, I feel like, at this point in time. Uh, especially after that game last night, I think Conley struggled. We needed him really bad last night. Uh, it was his time to shine. The Jazz were giving him the, the opportunities to score. They were giving him the ball. They were giving him his shots. Um, he just wasn't hitting them, and he wasn't playing to his full capability. Um, he, I think he went out of 2 out of 13, something like that, and he missed the game winner. The game winning three with uh, about a second left to go. Bounced in and out. Um, Too bad that it couldn't have gone in, but Conley was not playing well all right or all night in the first place. Um, So I would have liked to see Mitchell get that shot. Um, Quinn was giving a lot of those uh, two, three minute shots to, to Conley. He was letting Conley control the ball and decide what the play was going to be and decide what he was going to do with it and a lot of those plays Conley um, would decide to take it himself and he would just end up making a bad decision whether it was throwing it out of bounds or just making a bad pass or just shooting a bad shot I know there was a three that he took that wasn't very good there was a a runner that he took going into the lane that he uh, missed that one as well that wasn't a very good shot Um, I would have liked to seen Mitchell get the the ball in those possessions or Clarkson I would have seen the or I would have liked to seen Quinn put Clarkson in instead of Conley. Um, it was a big game, big moment. Our whole season depended on that moment. Like I said a couple podcasts ago, this season was riding on Conley's shoulders. We were going to go as far as he took us. Last night, it was all up to Conley. It was on his shoulders. Um, the game was his to win. It wasn't just in that last shot. I understand that that was the shot that ultimately lost the game for us, I guess you could say. But there was other moments in the game where he missed wide open shots or missed open uh, shots and good looking shots where there's nobody nearby and uh, he just missed them. And 
I don't know what is going on with him right now or what's been going on with him all season, um, but that just seems something that's been pretty consistent of him is just missing these wide-open shots and making bad decisions and being hesitant on what to do in those situations. Um, You would like to see him take over and go hard and be aggressive and go make sure that we get a basket on those possessions where we need them. Um, We were down at by 20 points at some points last night in the game, and I mean, we needed Conley to step it up, and it was Mitchell. Mitchell brought us back in the third quarter, and then the fourth quarter came, and then we needed somebody to step up. That was the main thing. We needed another score. This has been the story for the last five or so years. We need another score. It's been Hayward. For a while, it was Hayward. Um, then it's been Mitchell, and it seems like it's still the story that we need another score. It was the story last year when we had Rubio, we had Crowder, we had Burks, we had Exum. We didn't have enough scores. We went out this offseason. We got some scores. We got some guys that could put the ball in the basket. Um, and we still need more scores. Um, I don't know what's going on. I know Bogdanovich, was, he's hurt right now. So I know that he would have helped us a lot if he was able to play. Um, but I think the... I don't know. The majority of this problem falls into Conley's hands. I feel like everybody else is playing up to their expectations, I guess you could say, besides maybe Ingles. Uh, He plays bad when Conley's in. Uh, He plays great when Conley's out, though. So I don't know if it's just Ingles playing bad or if it's Conley uh, just affecting Ingles' game in one way or another. Um, But those are two guys that we especially needed last night. They didn't show up. Um, so we lost. That's uh, that's pretty simple. It's what happened. If those guys would have played better, we probably would have won, especially Conley. I feel like if he would have hit a couple more of those shots, we would have won. He could have gave us a bigger lead, put us in a better position to win the game and to close it out. Um, we put the ball in his hands. We trusted him. He failed us. Now you got to make a decision based off what you saw yesterday. Are you going to keep Conley? Are you going to try it out with him for another year? Or are you going to get rid of him and try to flip him for somebody? Um, That's a big question. If it was me personally, I would say flip him. I do not see Conley getting any better or becoming more productive on the Jazz next season. I uh, only see it getting a little worse. I see him becoming a little more slow. He gets one more year older. He'll be 33 next year, maybe 34 possibly. Um, I'm not 100% sure when his birthday is. So, um. A 34-year-old point guard, if he's coming off the bench, then fine. But when he's making $32 million a season and he's our highest-paid player by a lot, then he needs to be out there doing shit for us and winning that game. Um, And it falls on him if we don't win that game and when he makes those bad decisions. That's his fault. That's just what happens. You absorb that responsibility when you you take that big uh, paycheck. Once you become that leader in that locker room, um, then you get to take the responsibility. I think... Uh, Mitchell would gladly take the responsibility if he was the one that um, had lost us the game. Um, But it's Conley now. And uh, that was the time to show what he had, what he could do. Um, He's had a whole season here. We gave him his chances. Um, We let him try to prove it. He didn't prove much. Now, based off what you see, you have to make a decision. And I do not see... Conley coming back next year and then winning a series for us the Nuggets were the easiest matchup we probably could have gone against maybe the Thunder would have been a little bit more easy um, but for the most part the Nuggets were the easiest ma- easiest matchup that we had next year the Warriors will be back in there um, so they'll be another matchup 
that we could potentially go in against. Um, the Rockets are still going to be there. The Clippers are going to be there. Lakers are going to be there. And they're all going to be improving a little bit probably in this offseason. The Nuggets are going to be there. Um, they're only going to be improving as well. Murray, Jokic, Porter, they're all going to get better. They're going to probably make some more signings. They're going to get some cap space clear up this offseason. So they're going to be able to make some big moves if they want. Um, so the Jazz... They have Conley, and compared to all those guys that we have to face in this uh, conference, in this division, Conley's probably the worst uh, ceiling point guard in the division. I mean, Chris Paul's older, and I feel like that he uh, elevates the Thunder to a higher level than the Jazz are at right now. Um, just because it's Chris Paul, he's a leader. He's helping. He's uh, you know he's showing the young guys, and he's leading by an example. Um, and he can just take over whenever he feels like it as well. So that's something I haven't seen Conley do. Um, so I think it's a big decision. I say get rid of Conley. The Jazz cannot have another season of going to the playoffs and then losing because we don't have enough scores. Um, this should have been the last year should have been the last year that we dealt with that. This year we had scores. We had guys that can get the ball in the hoop. They should have done it. They didn't. They got to go. So Conley... I think I would look at moving him for a small forward, a power forward, somebody a little bit on the young side, maybe 25, 26. Um, I think it's important that the Jazz get rid of Conley uh, pretty much as soon as they can. Uh, as soon as you get rid of him, you uh, clear up that cap space, and then it just allows you to uh, go after those free agents that are available or other trade targets that uh, may be a pen may potentially be available right now as well um that's another podcast that we'll be doing talking about the free agents that we may be acquiring or some trade targets that are intriguing to me um but right now i think it's a uh definite guess that you have to look at moving conley you have to look at getting mitchell another side partner um you got to have somebody that works well with mitchell conley doesn't work well with mitchell he hasn't since the day he got here. It's time to move on. So <clears throat> that's uh that's the breakdown a little bit of the game last night. Mitchell could have done more. Mitchell could have been more productive. He, I would have liked to see him go out there and win that game for us. Um, since he's basically done that the whole series, he's gone out, got 40, 50 points every time he's wanted, basically. Um, so I'd like to see him do that last night. Uh, it's unfortunate that that didn't happen, but I feel like Mitchell kind of sat back and let the rest of the team decide what was uh the fate of the team pretty much um and that happened to be conley and it happened to be a losing effort of which happened um from him so we lost we got next season it's gonna be a couple months before the jazz are back we got a lot of regrouping to do the jazz are gonna keep improving they're gonna keep working mitchell's gonna get better gobert's gonna get better just have to a lot of decisions to make are you going to re-sign Clarkson I think that's a good idea to bring Clarkson back there is a couple good free agents that could help the Jazz I don't know if they will uh be more helpful than Clarkson has been um he's been probably about as good as you can get from a bench player in the league right now so I think you stick with Clarkson stick with what's working and uh yeah keep rolling with that Give Mitchell his extension. Keep him in the um, the lineup. Keep him on the team. Keep him happy. Keep him just doing whatever he can to be productive and be happy. Um, 
and just help him out and help his future because he's going to allow us to grow. He's going to allow us to get somewhere like a championship. Um, I think we saw that in this series. He can completely take over, and his future is among the brightest um, with the youngest stars in the league. So I think it's going to turn out to be a big learning experience for the Jazz. Um, We lost. It sucks. Um, I wish we could have won, but it's only going to help Mitchell grow. It's only going to help him learn. It's only going to help our team become better. It's going to help Quinn. It's going to teach him new things. Um, He's going to learn how to adjust now. He knows how to deal with these game sevens now. Um, It's a big learning experience. It sucks that we lost, but it's okay. We'll be back next year. We'll have new players. We'll be better. Mitchell will be better. Mitchell will be stronger, faster, and he'll be more productive on the court. And you can expect to see him make that 30 points a game jump um, for Mitchell next season. That's for sure. Um, He's at 25 points a game this year. He's going to make that points to 30 points a game, and he's going to be among the superstars in the league. He's going to be with the names like James Harden, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, and it's going to be Donovan Mitchell right up there with those guys. This guy's a star. He's balling out. Um, The Jazz are in great hands with this guy they got a bright future he's gonna do great things for us so just gotta be patient sit back and get ready for a bright future thanks for listening guys i hope that you continue to listen i hope you guys enjoyed it if you did enjoy it leave a five-star review make sure you go subscribe you can hit me up on instagram it's under utah jazz mountain or it's under global hoopers hit me up guys let me know what you think let me know what you think i can add Yeah, thanks for listening. Peace.